So as it reminds me of a story I heard this young priest tell one time. He was doing his holy hour in the church, and he was praying in front of the Blessed Sacrament in the tabernacle. He was adoring the Lord there, and he was appreciating the Lord's presence. Christians, an older lady came up behind him and said, Father, are you crazy? And he was kind of startled, like, what? Whatever do you mean, he says. He's himself that close to us. And then he agreed, yeah. I get things like that. And we noticed that it happened from the very beginning. He creates the universe out of nothing. Isn't that amazing, the things he does? And then eventually, because he created human beings, human, be human beings rejected him, turned away from him. But then does he... No, he doesn't punish them. Of course, he gives them what they want and then lets them experience the consequences of the choice. But in his great love, he comes up with a new plan. In this new humanity, he makes his dwelling with us. Isn't do such things. And in that humanity, he shows us, he gives us commandments to help us to live life to the fullest. You think, we know the story. We know that we rejected him once again. Does he, does he punish us? No. The opposite. Instead of punishing us, he comes even closer to us. He gives himself to us, our spiritual nourishment. He's present to us, body, blood. We also even notice, at the time that he was, the people that hated him, he even gave himself, made himself, and then they killed him by hanging him on a cross. Only he would punish them then, right? No. Once he gives us exactly what we ask for and lets us experience the consequences of it. But in the meantime, in his crazy love for us, he made full availability to us, being as close to us as we are to ourselves and closer. He has now taken on our humanity, our flesh, and blood. And because of it, then, he becomes the only celebrate his birth at Christmas every year. Joy to the God has come and made his dwelling among us. So he is the great and he is our lasting treasure. But then there might be that you thinking, hey, wait, Father, doesn't God send people to hell for punishment? Well, really, those people in hell are there because they choose to go there. They choose to reject. And of course, we could do an entire other homily on hell and things like that with the Christmas thing. We're going to emphasize God's crazy love for us today digress he has made his home among us because he loves us draw us to himself he has personally come among us what we have torn down this and through our sins he has come us come among us perfect examples especially in this christmas season to each other because in that gift giving we practice the the, the it's good that we have the opportunity to receive gifts because they're grateful it reminds us to practice that virtue of gratitude. Everything is from God. Even if we make something ourselves, the ability, the materials, it's all from Him. For us to be grateful this time of year. But there's even more. Jesus shows us how to live a life of obedience and trust to our Heavenly Father. Look at His life and we notice, yeah, He was, he was obedient. He trusted Him, even though it meant that He had to go through a gruesome death. Us to share our joys and our sorrows and to give us to live the Christian life. He has come to save us, showing us the true path to life requires a generous soul and a humble heart. But there's even more. We notice how he comes to us. He doesn't come to us in all of his glory, full grown, maybe carried in on the wings of angels and things like that. He comes to us in a very poor way, a very small way, laying in a manger of all places. So through that love, he helps us to reclaim that life 
that we had lost. So most of us honor him by maybe building a nativity set in our homes. We have a couple of them here in the church. And that's very appropriate. world, And we commemorate that, that he came into our world. But he doesn't stay outside in some manger scene or in the living room. But he wants to make that not only even in our hearts, but also in our minds and in our bodies as well. Life to the fullest in everything that we do. thing that I've seen of Jesus knocking on the door, sometimes we might see it on a prayer, a very common depiction of what the Lord does knocking on the door. The thing about the painting is the door doesn't have a doorknob. He can only knock himself in. Only we can let him in from the inside. This time at Christmas, renewing our resolve to let the Lord into our lives, him have a true effect that we might live life to the fullest. Say, okay, how do I do it? I'm on board with that. In prayer. We participate fully and faithfully in the sacraments. Life of Christian virtue. We become... And these aren't like Christmas gifts that are wrapped. But wrap us. They wrap our souls with love, courage, faith, and hope. All the virtues that we need to live the Christian life. As God becomes man... He makes it possible for us to be more and more. And then we, in turn, can help to make the world a better place that shows His grace, a place that shows His holiness. Today, as we celebrate Holy Mass, we really come home to God. And this is also our home. It's a place where we, in a very near way, a very close way, we experience that. Notice how we experience Him in all of our senses as well. We see God, we hear God when we hear the Word proclaimed. Of a church decorated for Christmas. We smell a little previous mass. We even get to taste the Lord in, in his body, the Eucharist. So Jesus' invitation for us. So at Christmas, we might recall that he becomes like us in every way except sin. Not the whole story. He invites us to become like him. So just as we never get tired of retelling those facts. Over the years past, we rediscover again all the power of Christ's birth. He makes his home among us, and then we welcome him with great joy.